All right. Hey, everyone, and welcome to the Porter Tonecast. This is episode 34 now. So we are going to be talking about an interesting subject today. This is a a subject that uh, is probably one of those uh, opinion-based subjects, but we're going to give you our opinion, and uh, we're going to go through with (laughs) a little bit of a discussion on this topic. So today's topic is what is tone? So Marco, how are you today? Hello, everyone. I'm doing quite well today. Cool. So this is an interesting topic, right? We have this big, massive subject. Um, you know, we had, is guitar dying? And now we're talking about what is tone. And so um, very subjective conversation, uh, very, <laughs> you know, wide ranging opinions and mm-hmm. uh, comments on tone and all that stuff. So we're going to dive into that. Uh, but go ahead and m- mention in some ways that uh, people can listen to the show and ways that they can connect with us. Well, uh, for starters, if you're super interested in the podcast, you can always look us up on the on the App Store podcast, Porter Pickups, as well as YouTube videos, Porter Pickups, and the the website, porterpickups.com and porterguitars.com. Yeah, definitely. And so if you click on the community tab at porterpickups.com, you can see the Tonecast link under there, and you can listen to past episodes, interviews, things like that. You can leave comments for the show. Um, definitely make sure you rate us on iTunes because that kind of helps the the podcast get more exposure. Um, we're trying to do this every week, every other week, um, you know, this year. And so that helps kind of, uh, I think that's how it works is in terms of getting more traffic and more exposure is, is the ratings kind of keep bumping it up. So give us a good rating if you're enjoying the show. Uh, be sure to go on that community page and Leave some comments or questions. Uh, we'd love to take again take some question time during the podcast and answer those. And we've had a pretty good week in the shop here. Uh, we've been working on some new guitar stuff on the CNC. We've been uh, waiting on a, a paint booth to be shipped here, and so uh, had some fun scheduling issues. But uh, we're kind of upgrading this this whole studio area, studio slash office area. And some of the things we're doing is we're doing um, the new, new backdrops for guitar photos. Um, we got a new, new camera. Um, so if you want to check out some of the more recent videos, um, you can find that. Actually, we added a videos tab this week. It'd probably be a good time to, to mention that. Under community, you'll see a videos link. And so that will have all of our latest videos right there. And again, as Marco mentioned, go ahead and subscribe on YouTube to uh, make sure you get notified when a new video comes out. So we'll have them on there. And uh, yeah, so We've got another cool thing. Marco, why don't you tell us, uh, tell everyone kind of what we were working on at the end of the day yesterday, kind of a, kind of a contest, kind of a, uh, a fun new thing that we're working on. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, as I mentioned on YouTube, it's, it's a place where we've been kind of focusing a lot of our attention and, and we're going to start doing a guess the pickup series. So we're going to put any given pickup that we uh, make and, um, either, you know, just block out the bottom half of the screen or whatever, and play a few licks, dirty, clean, maybe with some effects. And then we're going to have you guys comment in the description and see what what you guys think it is, what all you tone freaks out there think it is, with the option to win cool prizes and stuff like that. Yeah, so we'll be posting that on Instagram, probably Facebook, and eventually I think on YouTube as well. We're just trying to, to spread it out. Um, <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> And uh, the goal being, yeah, just to, to see if you can guess what pickup it is. So uh, it, there'll be a couple of layers to it so they can guess if it's a single coil or a humbucker. Mm-hmm. But then they have to, you know, it, they can go further 
and get bonus points, I guess, if they, if they guess what model it is. You have a, a metal? Metal alarm. Metal riff oh, alarm. That's, that's embarrassing, everyone. You should, have, you should have played it for a second. That was pretty sweet. <laughs> I was wondering where that sound came from. So. <laughs> so, so when you need to do something, you, you have like a metal riff coming on. Uh huh. That's, that's the sweet. best way to wake up in the morning, yeah. I think. I think maybe we should, next podcast, maybe we should put that. <laughs> Actually, why, why don't you play that alarm just for us? Just try and play it. Yeah, get it loaded up uh, so we can hear what you do, uh, what you wake up to How every morning. Up. Oh, man. Oh, okay. Well, well, we'll do it real quick. Just, a, just a quick tangent here. Okay. Yeah. So this is uh, when Marco needs to know, like a, an important date or a uh, you know dinner meeting or or uh, something you don't want to be late for band practice, and that you just hear that you hear this this sound clip. Yeah. How, long, how do you do this? Yeah, I'm trying to find it in there. We'll wait in anticipation. Well, I know what song. So, what was your alarm for this morning? The podcast. Yeah, this is my uh, you're late alarm. So <laughs> okay, it, it, so you're already sitting down doing the podcast, but you had an alarm for the podcast, mm-hmm. just okay. in case I I woke up late or something. Okay, well so. I would have started without you, so <laughs> I guess you would have been really late. <laughs> uh, you may have heard this song before. Hold that speaker up to the mic for a couple seconds. All right, this is. Nice. Yeah. So use that. Do you use that for like a wake up alarm too? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. So you're you're in a dead sleep, and then this just mm-hmm. chunky metal riff comes on. Sometimes I uh, sleep longer than I mean to, and and okay. it helps to kind of have something very abrasive to kind of pull yes. you out of that REM cycle. <laughs> awesome. Okay. Well, that's what Marco wakes up to, <laughs> and uh, you know that that could be inspiration for you, all you out there. So uh, what do you need to wake up to? Maybe it's. Uh, Maybe it's some kind of metal riff, or maybe it's just something really annoying. So you actually get out of bed to to shut off the phone or the alarm or yeah, or whatever. So awesome. ducks quacking. I don't know. Yeah. I've heard lots of exactly. neat alarms. Exactly. I think there's an alarm that like yells at you. I've heard of that. It, like it'll yell at you, "Hey, get up! Hey, get up!" And mm-hmm. kind of like it's like, more aggressive uh, as it goes. Anyways, so <laughs> oh yeah, back to the now that we're now that we're tone. completely off. The, no, but that that could be a good segue because that that is there's some tone in that, right? Yeah. Okay. So, into our main topic. Um, before we get there, I actually want to kind of start doing some a little interjection of audio samples. Um, so, we're gonna kind of throw in some some quick audio of stuff that we recorded this week. You know, just the audio track from the video, just a, a you know a 10, 15 second clip of, of what we did. So, what did we record this week? Well, this week we recorded some sound clips of a P bass pickup. Cool. So we got our we got our P bass set. So let's take a listen to. Uh, what some of the P bass pickups sound like. Thank you. 
right, so here's a second clip with the tone control on. Right, so there was Marco uh, taking it away on our P-Base pickup set. Uh, you can check that out under products at porterpickups.com. Click on Bass Pickups and you can check out uh, more sound clips, some information on our P-Base set. So hope you guys enjoy just kind of us sharing uh, sound clips and that kind of stuff. We're going to, like we said before, we're going to throw those in the podcast um, from time to time. So Marco, I'd like to go ahead and just dive straight into our, our what is tone subject. So uh, we... Full disclosure, we've uh, recorded this podcast several different times. We're trying to work out some bugs, so thanks for hanging with us. Um, I know that we've tried to get this more frequently this year, and and we've had some people ask about, you know, hey, when's the next show and that kind of thing. So we're going to continue bringing shows and content and interviews and things like that. But uh, you know, we've been pretty busy with some upcoming product launches and things like that. So mm-hmm. let's start with uh, the big question: like, what is tone? So how would you define tone? I would define tone as the the sound that kind of what what you want it to make you feel or or the listener feel, um, and then you kind of plan accordingly to that. So if you're you know angry or something or frustrated, I mean you plug into your metal zone into your PV whatever <laughs> Eddie Van Halen amp. But if you're feeling like sad, I know you maybe want the clean channel and some reverb, maybe roll off the tone a little bit, and it almost just helps communicate what you're trying to convey to the listener or just sure. how you're feeling. Yeah, so you feel like to to you like tone is is really like a a response uh, you're playing response to to either your style of music or or your just how you're feeling. guitar hero or whatever yeah. it might be. Yeah, that's a good that's a good way of thinking about it. It's kind of like you know, tone could be defined as a million different things. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of like the overall things like what is tone, you know, it's like how do we even define what tone is? You know, and I, I, I think about you know the way that I hear a guitar player, and I'm like, man, he has good tone. Mm-hmm. You know, so what, what about that? Like, makes you think, oh, that's good tone. Like, is it just like the sound just feels right? Is it the the stylistic playing feels right? You know, it, it's kind of a really loose subject because we're we're trying to figure out like that definition of tone and. And I think the way you put it, that's that's great because it's kind of like, you know, guitar players do play with feeling and with emotion. And I think when you relate to that, maybe that's what tone is to you. It's kind of like, mm-hmm. you know, one, it's probably like, I wish I could play guitar like that guy. You know, and two, it's like, I could, you know, I feel what he's trying to convey with the guitar. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not, there's no, maybe there's no lyrics, but you can, you have a feeling when it comes to like the way something is played. So I think that's really good. Um, so when when someone like explains or tries to explain tone to you like it's it's a funny it's a funny subject cuz I think people are you know their definition of tone is going to be different than than yours or mine. Um so what do you think are some common like you know when people say they think tone what do you think are, are some like categories maybe that that people are thinking about tone like is it is it just like the you mentioned like pedals and and, and things mm-hmm. like that. Do you think that that's what people are who are listening maybe maybe think about tone? Yeah, well, there's definitely a lot of tone chasers out there, and and it 
first of all, I want to preface this, but it's like this is all subjective and and you know tone is is different to to everyone and and you can be the most technically proficient guitarist and your tone could be not quite so great. I just know that when I get stoked on on my guitar tone, like when I'm sitting in my room practicing and for whatever reason, you know, the the tubes are just warmed up just right and you know, the strings are just broken into where I like them. And it just it just sounds good. It like it's almost like juicy and it kind of gets you stoked. It's like <laughs> you just had your first cup of coffee in the day and you just want to keep playing and and so I think just when you have good tone, like your ears and and your brain are like, okay, yeah, this is cool. I'm gonna keep doing this. Like I like this. Yeah, and it's it's like when again back to kind of like when you hear something, a lot of times you're trying to trying to get that sound trying to recreate it whether whether it's something new you know there's a lot of guitarists who are like man I want to create my own sound or I want to sound like Jimi Hendrix or whatever and so what did he use and how did he get that that ability and that tone out of his instrument and what was the signal chain and all that stuff and so I think I think people think about the gear when it comes to tone but mm-hmm. then there's also like a very clear like if you know some guy a famous guitarist plays any guitar he's going to sound like that guitarist still. Mm-hmm. And so we'll talk about that kind of whole subject in a minute but uh, I'd like to know kind of you know both of us can share our experiences and when we first heard a guitarist that was like oh that's tone like we we were kind of captured by the tone. So what would that be for you? For me it definitely was Slash from Guns N' Roses, because he definitely has has got his own like flavor to the way he plays. I mean, sure, you think Les Paul Marshall, that's the that's the slash sound, that's what I need to have to to be slash. But really, it's just the way that his fingers move and and you know, like his string gauge and picks, all, all that stuff impacts the tone. But I really think it's just like where his like brain tells him, oh yeah, this I'm just gonna play these notes and with this much pressure and pick it this hard and. So I I just remember like the first time I would hear like his guitar solos I thought they were so interesting and and yeah he can play pretty fast I've since seen like faster and more like revolutionary guitar players I, I guess but just being a young kid that was just so so cool and and you know you would have to go and rewind that guitar solo over because it was so awesome like, yeah I couldn't, I couldn't get enough of it <clears throat> so it was it was really like just the feel and the style of it that kind of grabbed you. Mm-hmm. Just like ooze is cool. I was yeah. like, oh man! And then the top hat was just the icing on the cake. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So it's like the style kind of contributed in a in a weird way to the tone as well, probably. And so you know, obviously that probably made you made made you want that gear, right? You see the Les oh, yeah. Paul, you see the Marshall, and like if I could just get that, then I would sound <laughs> like Slash, you know. And yeah. and it's uh, for me, it was uh, Steve Ray Vaughan when I. Um, you know, I heard, um, I think it was, I'm trying to remember what I first heard. I think it was his version of Little Wing, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. which I, I love more than the Hendrix version, so that may offend a few of our listeners, <laughs> but I think it's better uh, personally. That's just my opinion again. But um, when I heard that, I was like, holy cow, what is that? It was literally like something clicked in my brain of like, that's what guitar is supposed to sound like. You know, where at the time I was listening to like, you know, grunge and, and kind of a little heavier music, which was fine. I enjoyed it. But then I heard that and I was like, I want to know what that is. I, I want to know everything about that sound because it was pristine, clean. It was just really tight sounding and just like just smooth. And anytime it was like, 
you know, you get to like the 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 bigger part of Little Wing, and he's just like hitting the mm-hmm. he could, he's hitting the tube screamer or whatever, and he's just like, man, that sounds so good, and I w- I just want to know everything about it. So for me, I was literally like, kind of the same as you, almost like mes- mesmerized, just like, wow, wh- you know, I gotta know any everything and anything about this guy and the way he plays guitar, and I gotta watch him play guitar and all that stuff. And so I think for me, it's like I almost equate that as like a a you know big revelation for me is like you know I sort of like fell more in love with with guitar once I heard a tone that I was like mm-hmm. just blown away by and and not that I didn't like guitar because I did like guitar before that but it was really a I like I like guitar more now and I want to chase this sound and so I think honestly within a couple months I bought a Sunburst Strat <laughs> which I still have hanging around That's the shop true. cool all right and uh so it was literally like I gotta get this. I gotta get the guitar in the same finish, you know, like mm-hmm. as best as I can. And uh, I wasn't willing to to beat it up like Stevie Ray's uh, number one. But uh, I think in time, it'll yeah, in time it'll just happen. But I don't think it'll ever look like that because I'm not gonna I'm not gonna take the uh, hold it by the uh, tremolo bar and smash it on the floor and stuff like he did. So <laughs> yeah, uh, it's gonna take a little longer for me to get that brave with that guitar. But um, yeah, for me it was like, man, this is this is it. So. I think probably the the big statement, uh, overarching statement on on tone is that tone is in the fingers. I mean, you hear that all the time, right? So, what what do you think about that statement? I I personally find that statement to be more on the you know ringing true side than than it being a bunch of baloney or whatever. I I mean, because like we were just talking about Stevie Ray Vaughan and. Um, tons of videos out there of him doing his thing. It's awesome, super inspiring to watch. But if, like, if you watch him play, he like the look on his face. It doesn't. It doesn't look like he's having a good time. It looks like he's like <laughs> like pulling emotions out of his yeah. body and trying to to make them come out through the speaker. And I think that that, in essence, is kind of what what is like making the good tone because you're you're like trying to use all of your resources to really get this get something across. I mean, it's you're, all, all we're doing is interesting things with the air. It's not like, you know, oh, what is guitar? What is sound? It's, we just, we're, we're all just, we all get together and we stand there and we watch this guy on stage, hit some chords and. Yeah. But for some reason, for some of us, it just like mesmerizes us. And like, I think that that's like, that's why we pick it up is because he's like really like playing hard. And I mean, we've all heard that he used like heavier strings mm-hmm. and. Sure, maybe that contributes to the tone, but like the fact of the matter is that like you really have to hit them hard. You know, it's like, you know, if you're going to do something, do it all the way, 110 percent or whatever, right? <laughs> right. I think so. I think that that's a big part of it is the fingers, but it definitely is not everything to the to the equation. Yeah, yeah. I think. I mean, I would I would probably side with you on that in terms of, you know, the way stylistically that a player plays is gonna is gonna really come through no matter what they're using if they're using a you know, $20 Walmart guitar versus a super high-end guitar, mm-hmm. it's still going to have some of, they're still going to have some of that same dynamics. Um, and then you look at the, you know, the gear. We already talked about the gear and the signal chain. It's like, so if you if you have this certain style with your fingers, can you get a pedal to enhance that when you're playing a lead or when you're playing, you know, like you're just riffing behind a guitarist, but you're trying to, or a singer, you're trying to lay down the coolest track you can to to aid the singer, and then you have a solo later on or something like that. So, so really, like that, the tone is like, man, there's so many elements, and we'll get into kind of all the little elements of of like the tone from the the technical side in a little bit. But mm-hmm. 
what are some we'll have a little fun with this but what are what are some of the tone uh terms that you often hear you know whether it's product descriptions or it's uh you know people describing something to you like what are some of the ones that kind of like jump out that are you know some of them are maybe true some of them are kind of funny when you hear them like the tone buzzwords like yes transparent transparent and, yes and woody and round and glassy and chewy scoop mids scoop mids and punchy and throaty and like all these you know like mm-hmm. especially like you know <clears throat> no not even I, I mean I'm trying to say especially bass stuff obviously we did a bass clip but punchy and like snappy and all these things it's 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 it comes from like a desire to actually describe something you know obviously we us making guitar pickups is like we need to describe what we're hearing from the pickups that we create so we have to we have to do that but it sometimes it feels like you know, we don't want to just list like thirty buzzwords mm-hmm. on a on a set of pickups, and we try to say, okay, this is stylistically aimed at this this area. Mm-hmm. And so, rather than you know a million words, and and there's some of that like you know that we try to keep it authentic, obviously. So if we're winding something a certain way, we know that it's tailored to to help in those styles. And you know, it's it's a we say it's a snappy middle position on the smooth classic set or something like that. It's because we hear that kind of high end. We hear that like kind of upper sparkle when we're playing it, and we kind of try to try to share that 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 could be an experience with mm-hmm. your your specific guitar. So I think, uh, man, we could go for a long time on those on those tone buzzwords, but mm-hmm. I think <laughs> you know it's it does get a little a little crazy in our industry specifically because with pickups it's like there's these magic descriptions that it's like the most authentic this and that and and we you know we try to steer away from that a lot of times because we're we're really going for a practical approach in the way that we describe mm-hmm. the tone and really what we're doing is you know in the pickup realm we're just building a a microphone, a foundation for for your tone. So we're we're kind of helping with the translation device for the way that your fingers play and the rest of your gear. And so uh, I think for us, like we feel like, man, we're we're on the front edge of of what you create as a player. Mm-hmm. You know, besides the strings, like we're the next thing in the, in the chain. And so that that's really cool. I think for for us to be able to provide something like that. Um, so the uh, the chain of of tone, you know, it's it's kind of like we have our favorites, right? You know, like I like a a big Fender clean amp and a oh, and a neck pickup. You know, I could probably survive on those two things. Um, and to me, that's like like a tone foundation, right? With with the way I think about gear, it's like I'd rather have a clean amp and then run a nice pedal, like we love the Jetter uh, Gold mm-hmm. Standard dual drive because it count it sounds good with whatever. So you throw that in front of a big clean amp, and like to me, that when I think of tone and gear related together, that's kind of my go-to. You know, whereas if you're playing for like a heavy rock band on the weekend, you may not use that same setup. Mm-hmm. You know, and so really, like I think when people see that, you know, like instead of just seeing gear as like stuff to buy and sell, you know, people, I think people are really like starting to, at least in my experience lately, they're just like. You know, our customers a lot of times are like, "Man, I love this guitar, but I just need it to translate stuff better. I need mm-hmm. it. I need this. You know, I'm, I'm playing this amp, this guitar. Like, what pedal should I use? You know, like a lot of pedal companies have had great success because they're they're filling in that equation, that missing gap in the in the middle. It's like, no, you need a 
you know, a drive and then you need a delay that has this and this and this. And so I think it's really cool for a guitarist, you know, having all those options. Um, as far as, you know, as far as you, what what's kind of your your go-to sort of tone setup if you had, uh, if money was not an object? <laughs> if money was not an object and the neighbors were nice about not calling the cops on me, then I don't know. I normally I use a orange TH one hundred, and that's like a hundred watt head. It's got the half power, you know, two tubes to four tubes. I I leave it on four because I like that clean headroom. I I use a lot of pedals, and typically my my drive and distortion comes from a like a big muff or something or a super overdrive. I recently actually finally got a foot switch so that I can, you know, away from my amp can switch between the clean and the dirty channel. So now I think I might finally start to utilize the dirty channel and and push. Th- Push it with that super super overdrive or whatever the SD one, nice. hello boss. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's great. I mean, if if you've got that sound in your head and you know what it takes to get there, sometimes it's worth just holding on to what you have gear wise because you know we could go into a big subject there because it's like I've sold a lot of stuff that I wish I still had but mm. that I gave up on too early. I mean, some stuff that you have to sell because you need money or whatever. But but man, I think it. Thinking I could create some really cool tones with those guitars that I used to own, or mm-hmm. with the amp or the pedals that I used to own, that kind of thing. So, I guess in conclusion, like, um, what would you say is kind of a, you know, if someone was starting out on guitar, uh, what would you kind of say to them is like, you know, they're like, what is tone? If they asked you, or or if they were trying to get a tone, what would you kind of give them as advice? Well, I mean, simply maybe it's just. When your guitar sounds good and you want to and you want to practice it more and and I think just the more time you put into it, you kind of learn what you need to do to make it to where it's pleasing to your ear or to your style of music or your direction of what you want to go. But I think simply it's just like when when you're stoked on the sound that's coming out of your speaker, that's like good tone, and it is subjective and and then you learn some like tone no nos as you like <laughs> as your ear like adjusts or just kind of starts to figure out what what is good and what sits well in a mix and yeah we're sure. playing with other people and i think sometimes sometimes people <clears throat> you know this is a general statement but i'm certainly guilt, guilty of this is some people enjoy the chase of tone rather than the experience or the or the practice of tone mm-hmm. if that makes sense you know they like i gotta get the newest pedal i gotta get the newest guitar the newest amp and sometimes um you're just you're focused on that instead of just trying to you know get that sound in your head mm-hmm. and so i think what we encourage people is to just experiment you know a lot of times people are like well where do i set my pickups what's your factory setting or what is what is this and how should i do this and it's like just just try it mm-hmm. you know there there's no harm in in trying different things um we all have guitar playing friends like borrow pedals from friends or trade hey let's switch pedals for a week and just kind of get to know certain things and figure out you know like you were saying if if this is like a, you know, I can't, I can't do this this specific sound. It just doesn't doesn't do it for me. Okay, so then you know, and you didn't spend the money on it, and kind of mm-hmm. you can move on to the next thing. So uh, we'll probably stop there. I think it's a massive topic. Obviously, we could talk all day about the tone stuff, mm-hmm. uh, but we need to get back to building more tone yes. related products <laughs> for you guys. Um, so we don't get the where are my orders emails, right? <laughs> so uh, again, we appreciate you guys' support. Um, check us out again at porterpickups.com. We've got uh, a lot of cool things coming at porterguitars.com as well. Um, that that site is kind of in transition and a lot of new things are, are being added to it and we're redesigning it, that kind of stuff. So 
there's really a lot going on in the shop, um, but we're hoping to uh, start getting into a season of interviews here as well. We've got some gear companies we're looking forward to chatting with the owners and just kind of talking shop and and all that. Those are typically our highest um, listened podcast is the interviews and things like that because people kind of want to just hear from other companies. And we mm-hmm. honestly really enjoy those conversations. I enjoy, you know, we we talk about more than just like, How's business? It's kind of like dealing with, you know, business dynamics and we deal with, you know, just kind of their philosophy of making their product and all that stuff. So kind of we like to let you in and we also learn a lot from those too as we kind of just just get to know other companies kind of uh, that are building cool stuff. So we'll be adding those along the way as we go. And uh, again, thank you for your support and we will catch you guys next time.